Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Oh, here we go. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Greg in Dallas, Texas. Did I say down? Greg? No, I said Greg in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Did I say down? No, you said in. Okay, well, you're in Dallas, Texas. Greg, over in Dallas, Texas. Good afternoon. Is it Tuesday? Confirm that for me today. Absolutely. Taco Tuesday. Here we go. Tomorrow is garbage day at the ranch. Okay, very good. Coming to you from the Six Hour Studios on the Crossbreed Holsters microphone on a Tuesday for you. All of it presented by X Insurance. I guess we're ready to rumble. So that means, Greg, if you would be kind enough while I get it together here to very politely tell people where they can watch this program in high definition and participate and buy some really cool Armed American Radio merchandise because uh, you need to support the show. So help us out. Greg, would you be so kind to do so? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com, and in the top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a slap, and when that window opens up, click that Watch Live option. Uh, If you're doing something important and you can't watch, you'd rather listen, well, click the Listen Live link right above Watch Live. And when you do that, you'll see two subsequent links pop open. One's going to be for the Sunday Monster Cast. The other one's going to be for the Daily Defense Show, which is this broadcast right here that happens Monday through Friday. If you missed the previous episode, you want to get caught up, the podcast link is right above Listen Live. Head over there and catch up on anything you may have missed. If you're a big fan of the show and you want to sport some merch while you're out and about, head on over to our shop link at the bottom of all of these links and pick something nice up over there. And lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, well, head on over to your app store. Grab the Telegram messaging app. Create your profile and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And that'll get you taken care of and you'll be watching the show. So let's get started, shall we? Yesterday I told you I was probably going to spend an hour on, and it's not David Hogg. I promise you I'm not going to spend an hour on him. He's a moron. But it's a tweet that he put out that I want to address because it's something we haven't really talked about in a while. That's probably why he's trending on Twitter right now. Yeah, is he right now? Uh, AR-15 yeah, today. was trending earlier today, too, which is a good thing. Well, arrest. Always a good thing. I think arrest Katie is the number one thing that's uh, trending, and then Hog is like second or third or fourth, somewhere around there. Uh, see, I see. Okay, AR-15 is trending right now. Politics trending Second Amendment. So that's all That's all good. That That's a good thing. I'm glad that is, and I participated in some of that AR-15 deal over there. But it was David Hogg that put a tweet out the other day that made himself really look stupid and did not bode well for Harvard. And it would be some people who care about him might want to do him a solid and educate him and tell him to shut his trap on, on issues that he has absolutely no idea about what he's talking about. The Second Amendment is one of them. He's just a gun hater, parlayed his being at, at Parkland 
uh, you know, into this little gun grabber career that he's got going on over there, whatever it is. He's taking, you know, that's what, what grifters do. But he put out a tweet the other day that got a lot of attention. And it should have. And I'm glad he I'm glad he put it out. And I'm glad it got a lot of attention. You have no right to a gun. You are not a militia. When you're talking about your Second Amendment rights, you're talking about a state's right to have what is today the National Guard. The modern interpretation of 2A is a ridiculous fraud pushed for decades by the gun lobby. Now, keep in mind, we are talking about the Second Amendment to the United States Bill of Rights, which is the first 10 amendments. These are rights recognized by our founders as inherent that predate our Constitution. They are inherent in all of us. He doesn't like the Second Amendment to the Bill of Rights. And what I want to do today is talk a little bit about his boneheadedness. Harvard might want to tell him to shut his trap, too. He, he doesn't do them any favors. But I guess in, in a woke environment, Greg, in today's woke environment, I don't even know that Harvard cares anymore. Considering some some of the things I've seen come out of Harvard lately, I'm incredibly disappointed. And uh, I, to be honest, they've lost all credibility. If I hear a doctor say that they're from Harvard, I'm immediately skeptical. Yeah, I, I know. Ugh. Lawyers and doctors, Harvard. Yep. Have it. I'm a have it man. He's a have it man. Skull and bones. And it doesn't mean a lot today like it did even 20 years ago. Ten years ago. Do our justice to AWR 10 years ago. So what I did was I went back to I, I have this. Uh, I've read this many, many times over the years myself. And I, th I thought when I saw that tweet that this would be a good time to go over some of this. And it, it's a piece written in April of 2017 from ISBA, which is the Illinois State Bar Association. And I'll refer to this throughout the hour because it, it covers the history of the Second Amendment in layman's terms, and not just layman's terms, but layman's terms in terms of the founders and some of their comments, namely Jefferson, who was then the Secretary of State, uh, who wrote the text of the Second Amendment as it was ratified by the states. If you go back and read the Federalist Papers, you'll see that there were many iterations of the Second Amendment before our current Second Amendment. And I'll read it off of my arm, only even though I know it, but I just like to say it because it's on my arm. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. It does not say the right of the states. And the word people is referenced four other times, four times total, in the Bill of Rights, referring to individuals, individual rights. And, of course, we go back to 2008, the Heller case, which found the individual right to keep and bear arms. And of course, David Hogg doesn't like the Heller case, but David Hogg, we don't we don't we don't follow or we don't we don't our constitutional rights are not predicated on what David Hogg likes or his ilk. And our constitutional rights are not predicated on political whims and news media and reports or the political leanings of the day or what Black Lives Matter is up to or what LGBTQ is up to. These are inherent rights that we all have individual rights. And, of course, 2008. And then that was followed in 2010 by the uh, McDonald v. Chicago, which McDonald v. Chicago, first off, Heller struck down the ban of firearms in the district in D.C. And McDonald v. Chicago, Second Amendment Foundation case, by the way, which struck down the handgun bans as unconstitutional, this one being in Chicago. 
Now, those two cases, as you would expect, I'm not going to say controversy because the left makes it controversial by claiming it's controversial with their friends in the media. There's nothing controversial about it. I've read both decisions many times. There's nothing controversial about it. If you don't like the decision, then you claim it's controversial. But I don't really care what you think. There's Supreme Court decisions that I don't like, too. And there are ways that you 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 work. You want to change it? Then you work and get cases in court to change it. We've done that and we've won all three times when it comes to our right to keep and bear arms. Now, keep in mind, this goes back to 2017. That did not mention, of course, the Bruin decision. The individual that wrote the piece I'm going to refer to today, what does the Second Amendment really mean, which is from April 2017, a gentleman by the name of Mitchell Goldberg. I would love to see a follow up to this post Bruin, which I don't think it would really change anything in here. It would just really cement what he wrote in 2017 as being spot on, dead on, blank accurate, to quote the my, my cousin Vinny. It is dead on, blank accurate. In light of mass shootings around the country in recent years, keep in mind we're talking about 2017, we have been inundated with demands for either limitations on gun ownership or limitations on government interference with gun ownership by private citizens. Statistics on gun ownership and gun crimes are constantly thrown at us as this often emotionally charged rhetoric advancing one position or another, yet proponents and opponents of gun ownership in the United States rarely discuss in a detailed fashion the constitutional framework, as Mitchell tells us, or historical legal understanding governing the Second Amendment or its application to the states through incorporation in the 14th Amendment's Due Process Clause, which, if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, was the McDonald decision in Chicago, which incorporated the Second Amendment to the states via the 14th Amendment, the Due Process Clause, meaning it also applies to the states. So I read you the text of the Second Amendment, ratified. Remember the date? December 15th, 1791. When we come back from the break, I'm going to go into some more detail about this. Quote Jefferson and go into a New Yorker article that goes all the way back to 2012. And that piece was titled, So You Think You Know the Second Amendment. I would suggest David Hogg read these, but David Hogg is not interested in being objective. We're not going to change that moron's mind. We're not here to do that. We're here to educate you, and I'm glad, and I thank David Hogg for putting that stupid tweet up. It gives us an opportunity to spend some time today going through some of this, and you can use this in arguments yourself if and only if you're dealing with someone that's honest. David Hogg is anything but honest. We're not here to change that idiot's mind. He's pushing a radical leftist agenda. Only honest people will understand what we discussed today. We'll be right back. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at CrimeResearch.org. CrimeResearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Interesting. Daniel Defense Rejoiner comes in at a great time. I just got off the phone with Marty Daniel, five minutes before showtime, founder of Daniel Defense. 
And uh, Greg, as we were talking about earlier in the segment, AR-15 was trending on Twitter today. All right. And I thought to myself, I think I'm going to buy another AR-15. Might as well. So I pulled up the Daniel Defense website, and I've narrowed it down to two. I will not tell you which one it's going to be because you cannot have too many AR-15s. No, you can't. You simply can't. It's impossible. You need more than six. (laughs) (laughs) Nor seven, I've lost count. If you want to throw the AR pistols that I have in there, maybe eight. But each one has a different function. And I saw that trending and i thought let's begin the process of looking so ladies and gentlemen i will be able to tell you in the next three to four days which new ar-15 i purchased but it is going to be a daniel defense and i'm also looking at some sigs because i'm just in i'm in a gun buying mood right now and i have my eyes on a couple uh, a couple sigs as well so we'll keep you posted on that fun 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 stuff right now we're going to go back and focus here in the six hour studios on the crossbreed holsters mic, which is where you want to put that SIG if you have one. Or a car or a North American Arms, they make them for all. That's what you want to carry them in. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. Let's keep the conversation moving. Because the questions that arise when you talk about the Second Amendment, you have the anti gunners always take one position a well regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. And they like to leave out the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And, of course, those of us on this side understand what well-regulated militia is. We're not afraid of that clause in the, in the Second Amendment. I certainly am not. And I'm going to give you a real simple pop culture example. Have you ever seen, I've used this many times over the years, have you ever seen the movie The Patriot? Greg, have you seen The Patriot? Heath Ledger? Love that movie. Uh, what's his name? Uh, who, who's, the, who's the star? Mel Gibson, right? Yep. Okay, that's a great flick. It's an amazing movie. In fact, I'm probably going to have to watch it again tonight now that we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remind listeners all the time, there's a scene in that movie that describes the militia accurately and perfectly. And that's when Heath Ledger goes to the church. Do you remember this? Yes. And raises the local men with their own arms to join the militia to fight the British Empire. That is the militia. In addition to the militia, there was also a standing army. They are two different things. And once you understand what the militia is, the militia, I ask, sir, what is the militia? The militia is the whole of the people. It's you, ladies and gentlemen. You are the militia and well-regulated to the gun grabbers. See, Hogg referenced in his tweet. Let's go back to that tweet. The modern interpretation of 2A. There's no modern interpretation of 2A. There's just interpretation of 2A, period. There's no modern interpretation of the first A, is there? There's just the First Amendment. And the founders could never have envisioned all of the technology we have today, could they? Don't you love seeing people attack the Second Amendment using that argument about the First Amendment when they're doing it on Twitter, on a device on their phone with their thumbs that certainly the founders probably didn't envision? The irony is not lost on this kid, I can tell you that much. So well-regulated means what it means at the time the Second Amendment was written. 
not what it's interpreted as by anti-gunners today. The well-regulated militia meant a well-working, finely tuned body of the people mustered for the common defense. That's why the right of those people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed so that that can happen. This is not rocket science. Have it, boy. You have it, boy. So what does the term militia mean? And ask it in the terms of the Constitution in its entire context, in its entirety, in the minds, as the ISBA says, of the framers. And that's what we just did. We're going to go into a little bit more of a definition there, invoking Article 1, Section 8, and Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution, because it is defined in the Constitution that way. Things that I guess that they're not teaching it have it. To have it, men and women. I Maybe I'm wrong. If I was right, I don't think that kid would have put that tweet out. But again, I could be wrong. So number one, these are the things that you have to know. And when you dig into this, what is the term militia? And second, did the framers intend to give the right to keep and bear arms to individuals? People means individuals throughout the Bill of Rights. The anti-gunners like to say it does not in the Second Amendment. And that's their modern interpretation because they don't like the original interpretation of the Second Amendment. Again, this is not hard to figure out. So let's look in deeper terms. The pop culture thing, I love that with The Patriot because it pretty much sums it up. Most of us have seen that movie. If you haven't seen the movie, ladies and gentlemen, watch it. It's fantastic. And you will learn some things in it. And it is, for the most part, historically accurate. National Guard is what the left likes to invoke. But Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution, and I'm going to quote from ISBA.com right now. Article 1, Section 8 sets forth the enumerated powers of Congress, which include the power, quote, unquote, to raise and support armies. Separately, it authorizes Congress to, quote, provide for calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the nation, suppress insurrections and repel invasions, unquote, and to, quote, to provide for organizing, arming and disciplining the militia and for governing such part of them as may be employed in the service of the United States. Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution goes further. The president shall be commander-in-chief of the army and navy and of the militia of the several states when called into the actual service of the United States. What that does, ladies and gentlemen, at this article, and Mitchell points out so eloquently, is it defines and differentiates for each of us who are honest and understand that we're learning something here. Think about this. It differentiates army from militia. And I quote Mitchell in his column, on, the, on its face, the Second Amendment cannot mean the army. It must mean something else. But under the plain language, we'll take this to the break, the powers of Congress and the president were limited to only those parts of the militia that would be called to national service, which includes states' National Guard forces designed to be called upon into national service. Therefore, the Constitution contemplates that the militia is something greater than and different from the National Guard. 
Thus, the term militia refers to something other than the Army and National Guard. Article 1, Section 8, Article 2, Section 2. Read them for yourselves. I'll pull them up during this break. We'll continue the conversation when we come back. It is fascinating because we now have to go back and take a deeper dive into what the term militia meant and how it was understood at the time the Constitution was written. We'll be right back. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. 
The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Ah, welcome back to the Sig Sauer Studios. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in the first hour of the show, anyway, on this Crossbreed Holsters mic. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. And if you are watching the program, you can thank Daniel Defense. Great company. I mentioned them just a few minutes ago. I'm getting ready to make another purchase. That'll be my third AR from Daniel Defense. Love those rifles. Those are the best. And Lead Slingers Whiskey, by the way. They all provide you this video if you're watching us. So we thank them for that. Please make it a point to visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. Car Arms, North American Arms, Heaven's Harvest, Legal Heat. And we'll talk more about some of them later in the broadcast. Let me go back to this Article 1, Section 8. Very, very important to understand the differentiation here, because when you combine the two together, you can come up with nothing else. Article two, section two, actually. But start with section one or section eight of Article one to provide for calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the union, suppress insurrections and repel invasions. Article two, section two, setting forth the powers of the president. The president shall be commander in chief of the army and navy. Therefore, militia is different. It's spelled out right then and there. They knew what they were saying. The militia is not the army. It is not the National Guard. It is you, the whole, the militia. And by the way, the National Guard, if you look at the National Guard, predates the Constitution. The founders knew what they were doing. And, Greg, there's a real simple question one can ask themselves. If the founders really didn't mean what they said, why why didn't they, while they were alive, why didn't they go, hey, we didn't mean this. We didn't mean for everybody to be armed. Everybody turn your guns in. That's not what we meant. We didn't mean the people. We meant the military. Funny how they didn't do that, isn't it? It's, uh, it's appropriate. <laughs> well, you know, you got to ask these simple, basic questions. If, in fact, that's what they meant, then why didn't they do it? You know, because these were fairly young men at the time of the writing of the Constitution, many lived for many years afterwards. Certainly they would have seen the fruits of their labor and said, well, hey, hold on a second here. Oh, you know, that whole Second Amendment thing we put in there. Yeah, well, it's being misinterpreted. We need to make a change while they were alive. And some of them president. I I tell you, man, but it's fun to go back and look at this. So, again, to quote from Mitchell's piece at ISBA, in differentiating the terms army from militia on its face, the Second Amendment cannot mean the army because the Constitution itself differentiates that. Now, if you want to take a deeper dive into it, and it's fun to do, if you look at how the militia, because as Bruin tells us, 
What did it mean at the time of the founding? What did it mean at the time it was written? That's how we have to interpret it today. We don't change with the wind or political winds. We don't take the views of some moron like David Hogg and say, oh, well, now, because people like that say so, we need to know. David Hogg and the rest of them have to understand that the Constitution means what it says and it says what it means today as it did then. So the basis is formed by what it meant then for today's decisions. Same thing with the First Amendment. That's why the First Amendment applies when you type something on a device that didn't exist. The amendment exists. The right exists, regardless of the format. But that's not convenient when you're trying to, well, I don't know, strip the rest of America of their right to keep and bear arms. But this, you go all the way back to the English Bill of Rights in 1689. When, and I'll quote because it's fun, from at least the enactment of the English Bill of Rights in 1689 and continuing through the Revolutionary War period, the British Empire, A, remember, these were British subjects, maintained a large navy as the first line of defense of the empire, B, maintained a standing army and various standing colonial militias, including in each American colony, for defensive deterrence and to fight foreign wars, and C, relied on informal civilian militias to provide additional domestic defense and to preserve domestic order. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we should go back to that pop culture deal where Heath Ledger, the son of Mel Gibson, walks into the church and calls the local men to the militia. The right to keep and bear arms is an individual right, not just because the Supreme Court said so. The Supreme Court interpreted the Constitution. They interpreted the, the, the Bill of Rights. They interpreted and they do every day. That's what they do. That's why the Bruin decision was so important, because it laid out what Heller didn't allow Scalia to do because the case just didn't quite go far enough. The Bruin case did. So once you understand what the militia is, you can then go on to look at the rights. But let's go in to in its entirety. Thomas Jefferson, as a basis of our government's right to exist, the principles of our social contract. Let's take a listen. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Boy, now, Greg, that's a whole nother show. Wouldn't you like to go back to that? Uh, yeah, that'd take two hours. It would take longer than two hours. <laughs> it could take an entire week, but you are correct. It, look, I, I don't say it's frustrating, but it kind of is. The right of the people to be secure in their possessions. The right of the people to keep and bear arms. Can you show me anywhere, unless you're misinterpreting intentionally or really truly believe. See, again, this is where honesty comes into play. Why does people mean one thing here and not mean the same thing there in the same document? In the context of the Fourth Amendment, for example, as we just mentioned, the right of the people 
to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue. But upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. See, this is where Heller got involved and conferred based on the decision. And, and it was a great decision. It, for us, it just didn't go far enough. That's, and neither did Bruin, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're going to have some subsequent case, cases here. But the court, the Supreme Court can only look at what's in front of them. They can't reach out. Now, an activist leftist court would do that, as they did in Roe, for example, which is why the left says in Roe they took away our right to an abortion. They did no such thing. The Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. It never did. That should be left up to the states. You know that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their powers, their just powers, from the consent of the governed. And, of course, then we can go down that rabbit hole of states' rights, etc. Thus, the Heller Court's determination that the identical language is used in the Second Amendment should also refer to individual rights is hardly basis baseless or absurd. Quoting from ISBA again, further, the Heller Court was certainly not the originator of the concept of the right to bear arms as an individual right. It extends all the way back to 1689, which referred to your right to be armed. And we're getting ready to take another break. I am sorry for that, because we could just man, we're probably going to go into this and keep it up in the second hour because it's too important and it's fun to do. And I hope you're enjoying listening to it. It's always fun to talk about it, especially in the context of somebody like a David Hogg, who apparently they don't not teaching the real deep dive into American history that a habit man should be due for the amount of money it costs to go to have it. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here in the Six Hour Studios on the Crossbreed Holsters mic. All brought by X Insurance. We'll be back right after this. Do not go away. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, back to the show. There's Daniel Defense again. DanielDefense.com. Make sure to check them out. On my Twitter feed, which, by the way, if you have Twitter, I would advise you don't. But if you do, don't open an account on my behalf. But if you have Twitter, at AARMark. At AARMark. Mark, go check it out. But I posted up a really cool photo of the AAR vet right out there in front of the Daniel Defense Building. Why? Just because it's a cool American pick. The AAR vet all logoed up right in front of Daniel Defense. It doesn't get much more American than that. Believe me when I tell you that. Let's go back 
here in the Sig Sauer studios on this crossbreed mic for the remaining segment brought to you by X Insurance to this Second Amendment coverage, which is always fun and always fascinating. We I have to roll over certain things because we just don't have enough time. We could literally take a three hour broadcast and still only scratch the surface. But I want to take you to some other court cases as well that are referenced in the ISBA piece. U.S. v. Cruikshank, 1876, Greg. The Second Amendment declares that it shall not be infringed. This is not a right granted by the Constitution, neither is it in any manner dependent upon that instrument for its existence. The Second Amendment declares that it shall not be infringed. For over a century, ladies and gentlemen, the Supreme Court recognized, and I quote, The law is perfectly well settled that the first ten amendments to the Constitution, commonly known as the Bill of Rights, were not intended to lay down any novel principles of government, new, but simply to embody certain guarantees and immunities which we had inherited from our English ancestors and which had, from time immemorial, been subject to certain well-recognized exceptions arising from the necessities of the case. That was from Robertson v. Baldwin. And ISBA is quoted as given the above, stating anything approaching what periodicals like the New Yorker, which was a 2012 piece that we don't have time to get into, that the amendment conferred a right or a state militia right to bear arms, but did not give you, the individual, the right to own or carry a weapon, is unsupported, according to ISBA and Mitchell, who writes this piece, incredible piece, by the factual and legal history of the Second Amendment. Two interesting cases that they mention. One of them is the infamous Dred Scott case. Now, just to remind you, Dred Scott, 1857, having lived in a free state and territory, did not entitle an enslaved person, Dred Scott, to his freedom. That was part of the decision. And part of what happened in Dred Scott, the court reasoned, that if the individual African-American was entitled to all the rights and benefits under the Bill of Rights, which was being argued, it would then be forced to hold them entitled to the full, quoting, the full liberty of speech in public and in private upon all subjects, which upon which every other citizen might speak to hold public meetings upon political affairs and to keep and carry arms wherever they went. I bet you didn't hear about that, Ed Havid. That was mentioned in Dred Scott, petrified that free Americans would now have the right that we all have, African-Americans, to bear arms, which couldn't have been decided that way if it weren't an individual right. Hmm? Habit? Just not enough time. Greg, did you want to comment on any of this before no. I, I keep moving? No, no. Keep keep moving. All right. Even if the clauses, when you break down the militia clause and the individual clause, the right of the people to keep and bear arms. And I'm going to quote here because it's in the essence of time. I, we're just going to run out. It's just that simple. Even if the clauses could be broken down and keep and bear arms clause would trump the militia clause in the context of the Second Amendment. The militia clause is merely an explanatory reason for the keep and bear arms clause. Remember what I said earlier. Army, Navy spelled out in the Constitution. 
militia separate from Army and Navy. I ask, who are the militia? The militia are the people, the whole of the people. They knew what they were talking about. They didn't make a mistake. There's a reason they're separated. Because remember, the founders feared a standing army. Which is why they wanted the people to have the right to bear arms in defense of the country and defense from the government. That's where the word tyrannical comes into play. And I like this line here, but there is no ambiguity. The plain meaning of people having the right to keep and bear arms means individual people, not merely some collective group of people. The phrase well-regulated militia, as we get ready to, to close out this hour, cannot be interpreted, according to ISBA and Mitchell, who writes this, based on the facts, not just what he thinks. Not be, it's like the gun grabber saying, well, David Hogg said it so, therefore it must be because he has have it. No. It cannot be interpreted to mean the same thing as the army. The well-regulated militia, for example, cannot be interpreted to mean, as I just said, the same thing as the army or navy because it is spelled out in the Constitution separately. The phrase well-regulated militia in the Second Amendment cannot be interpreted to mean the same thing as the army or national guard, which constitutes only those portions of the militia referenced in Articles 1 and 2 of the Constitution called forth into the actual service of the United States. It also separates from state militias or from state militaries. If you go, if you dig it, take a little bit deeper dive into Section 8, Article 2, Section 8, you will you can go into that. I don't have enough time to do that, but I would suggest if you haven't read it, you should read it. You should have a pocket constitution with you. Read the thing. It's not that long, and it really truly is pretty self-explanatory finish with this rather along with the rest of the bill of rights the second amendment sets forth restrictions on governmental interference with personal liberties your right to keep and bear arms keeping the government from restricting your right to keep and bear arms hence the term infringement shall not be infringed this right to keep and bear arms rests with you the individual I, I, I don't know. I don't. Greg, I don't understand the difficulty in the concept of understanding the 27 words in the Second Amendment. I really never truly have when you completely understand that it's very, very simple and basic. But I guess if you're an anti-gunner, you're a gun prohibitionist and you don't like something, you'll interpret it any way you can. Now, let's go back. Having heard what we just heard as quick as we went through it. Let's go back to David Hogg's tweet to close the hour. You have no right to a gun. You are not a militia. Well, let's break that down. Yes, you do have a right to a gun, as spelled out by the Constitution. And yes, you are the militia. David Hogg is a fraud. Not you, not me, not the Second Amendment, not the NRA. David Hogg is a fraud. Every town for gun safety is a fraud. Michael Bloomberg is a fraud. Every single gun prohibitionist in the United States who acts on emotion and is dishonest and lets that whole statement of mine, ignorance, when left unattended, breeds stupidity, when they, because remember, ignorance is a choice. 
Those people are the frauds. Call them stupid for not fixing the problem. It's right there for them to read if they want to. Not just there. That's just a great piece that spells it out really simply for you. Maybe even simple enough for David Hogg. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back at six minutes after the hour. Carry on, carry off, and carry absolutely everywhere. I'll see you on the flip side. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 